And we're live. So welcome everyone. This is Leo Saylor, joined as always with Safwan Avi and Ryan Poli. We're going to make it a quick one. Ryan's got some hot date waiting for him named Baseball Open Field. I don't really care about it. Uh, he's probably taking her to Golden Corral or some, something like that, you know, as cheap as he is. But anyway, um, jumping in today, I think our primary outlook is going to be the start of college football, right? Yeah. College football, and we got to talk about Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack getting right, traded. Right, for Big sure. Big story. For sure. Big topic. So, jumping right in, I'm going to hand it over to you, Safwan, because you really are our college, uh, our college guru. You're a connoisseur of college football. Yeah. Right. You actually attend college. so that's, <laughs> that's, that's, I go to college, he attends. <laughs> he attends, that's right. I show up occasionally. Yeah. yeah, so we have college football starting week one was Saturday. We obviously, we had uh, Virginia Tech and Florida State play Sunday. And go Irish, baby. Yeah, we had, all, all the big schools played. You know, what I took away from it was, just a broad takeaway of it was, Alabama's nasty again. You saw them play. They're just head and shoulders. Don't ask Nick Saban about his quarterback situation, yeah. though. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, Nick Saban going off on Maria Taylor just because she asked a reasonable question. Was it, though? Yeah, I mean, look I mean, at the like, score. Well, look at the way he played. Was it a reasonable question? But, but she didn't ask, who was your starting quarterback? She just asked, what did you think of how they played? Yeah. I don't think that's a bad question to okay. ask, how do you think they played? And he's like, you're going to get me to disrespect one of them. I'm not doing because that. Because I so think if he asking. answers the question, he does. He shows think so? preferability over one quarterback over the other if he compliments one more than the other. He's been asked this several times during the week, and he's like, I don't know. Like, do you know? Well, I don't know. Well, if, if they would have asked him, what's your opinion on how Jalen Hurts plays? And he chooses to answer that with anything but, I don't feel like I want to talk about it, and he chooses to answer it with honesty, he's disrespecting Jalen Hurts. Because Jalen Hurts was terrible. And Jalen Hurts, in the past few years, it's not like he's been that bad as he was, but he's never been a terrific quarterback. Yeah. He, he's 26-2 and two as a starter, which, I mean, he's he's not terrible. I mean, you, you said he's terrible. I don't think he's awful, but he's not very good. The other good. day he was terrible. He, yeah. Is what I'm he's saying. just a product of the Alabama regime. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. that record is more of a reflection of Nick Saban in the Alabama football team than it is him. Certainly he's a good quarterback. He's good enough to play at Alabama, but yeah. maybe not. Because he's a really success. dynamic runner. He really is, he's right. really instinctive with the football. He doesn't doesn't really fumble. He doesn't make too many mistakes. He's really a, he's a game yeah, if manager. If you don't make mistakes, you'll fit right into the organization. Yeah. You don't need to be a great quarterback to play for right. Alabama. You can put a blind monkey back there and he win a yeah. national championship. They got two 1,000-yard rushers. They got NFL players all over their offense, all over their defense. They got a great coaching staff. I mean, it's just it's a machine at Alabama. They're nasty. You know, to a ta- to a Tagovailoa, I uh, got finally got that name down. He looked really good. Okay. He looks like a quarterback who can actually play. You put him in a lot of systems, he's gonna ball. He does. Yeah, to a Tagovailoa is something serious. How big is he? I think he's about six one, six two. Okay, so uh, he's so he's gonna be not tall by quarterback means, but he's an athlete. So I know we're looking a couple probably a year or two down the line. When it comes to draft time, he'll be considered you know undersized, won't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. They always nitpick at everything. Oh, I don't know about that, man. He balls, and especially he looks good in terms of his mechanics. In terms of okay, but like the draft stock, he's gonna drop because he's that six two guy. Unless you take a shot like a Baker Mayfield type of draft pick, he's not gonna put up numbers like Baker Mayfield. So in the end, he's gonna drop. Yeah, like what? Why why is he? Why is he not going to put up Baker Mayfield numbers? Don't get me wrong, I'm a big Baker why guy. Why wouldn't he? Why? Why is because he Alabama's not? offense isn't centered around passing the ball. Alabama is, a, is definitely game. a run-oriented offense. But when you look at things that are more than just yards passing, but that can change though. Alabama being a run-heavy oriented offense can change depending on how. If it's you want to get drafted high in the draft as a quarterback, you go to schools like Oklahoma, I guess, who recently went from 
running the ball to passing the ball. You go to schools like Hawaii, who have quarterbacks who throw 80 times a game. You show off the arm, and you show you can be an efficient passer in a high altitude, like you know, I mean, high you intensity can, situations. You can show that off even if you're not at one of those almost exclusive. You I mean, can, but at, it's on a small it. sample but, size. Okay, take it to the NFL. Drew Brees, great quarterback. Purdue. Purdue. Great. So you look at his numbers in the NFL, and they're incredible. They're also inflated because he plays in a pass offense that is mm-hmm. to the most extreme yeah, offensive-oriented league. Seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now look at. I'm sure there's another quarterback in the NFL who's in a traditional run offense that is still an incredible quarterback. I'm sure there's somebody off I mean, the top yeah, of my like, head. Um, top, top of the run. Uh, uh, the Rams. What's his name? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Had really good numbers. He got Sean McVay. He went from, oh, this guy might be a bust to, oh, yeah, this guy's a franchise quarterback all in one year. But he's also in a not exclusive but a pretty significant chunk of their offense is centered around Todd Gurley. Yeah. Oh, another guy. Yet he's still a great quarterback. Another guy. So Blake can't Bortles. Blake Bortles. <laughs> what a guy. What a what guy. A, what a beast that guy is. Anyway, my point, though, is look at – I mean, we, we did the NFL comparison – so, but then Tua is really just on the side of the Rams there. You know, he might be a great quarterback, even if he's not in a pass. Right, but why offense. Why take the risk of drafting a guy you're not sure of could put the numbers up like that in college? Because Alabama already took the risk. Alabama, Alabama recruited the kid. They yeah. saw something in him. Yeah, but... Every because, school wanted him. Every right, school wanted him. Because smart enough not to over-recruit for quarterbacks because he knows his running backs and his linemen are going to do the job anyways. Why go out and get the number one quarterback and waste like a, a scholarship on the guy when he's not going to take it? No matter how run-oriented you are, the most important position on the field is still the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that so doesn't mean, I'm, I'm that doesn't sure... mean he's going to pass the ball every down. Well, he's just important still. Okay, now look, look, look at this. Jake Fromm, who did they recruit? They had Jake Fromm as a true freshman. Who'd they recruit? Justin Fields. Justin, Justin Fields. The number one player. The number one recruit. Yeah. He's a quarterback. You can never have two. While also having Jacob Beeson on the roster. Yeah, it's nice to have options. Right, right. Justin nice Fields options. on the it's roster. It's nice to have options, but even if you are in, again, a run-oriented offense, having the best player you can possibly have at the most important position on the field is obviously the ultimate goal. Because that's what the Browns did. Tyrod Taylor, they had a franchise quarterback, maybe not for the long, long term, but if they didn't take a quarterback, if they wanted to take maybe Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. they could have. But the quarterback is the most important position, so you want to solidify the quarterback. Right. You know, if you don't have you good quarterback play, you're not going to – it's really hard to win. You have to have an historically great defense to, not, to win without a good quarterback play. Right. You know, and we've seen that over and over again. What do you guys think about my uh, – in my fantasy draft last week, I drafted Gurley first. Is that a safe pick? Yeah, Gurley, I would consider yeah. as a safe pick. Yeah. Yeah. My team name is Two Gurleys, One Cup, so I hope that just matches my uh, overall game. Ooh. Ooh. Hot <laughs> takes. Hot takes. Yeah, Todd Gurley, he's a, I had him on my fantasy team last year. He was amazing. He was, a, he was a guy I was you know, I was advertising for. Everybody was telling me, oh, Todd Gurley, man, he fell off. He had a good rookie year. He's not going to do anything now. He's trash. I was like, do you guys not know who Sean McVay is? Do you guys not know that he's probably the – Offensive guru in the NFL, him or Kyle Shanahan? Well, at the time, the answer to that question is probably no. <laughs> we didn't know who Sean McVay is. Now, of course, Safwan did because Safwan knows everything on the face of the earth when it comes to sports. In the third but. round, I was telling people, and I still had six picks to go. I was like telling people, why aren't you guys taking Todd Gurley? Oh, he's not going to do anything. I took him. I was like, all right, you guys will eat your words. I want both of my fantasy leagues led by Todd Gurley. I'm sure. I'm you know? Sure. So. Okay. Subtle brag. I won both of my leagues. <laughs> also, but yeah, in terms of college football, you know, Alabama's going to be good. Who is Ohio State? 
The no. Irish, baby, they're number eight right now. Yeah, Ohio State looks good. Here. And then in terms of Notre Dame, they play the big game, big game against Michigan. They play four ranked teams or five ranked teams this year, depending on who drops in and out of the top twenty-five. So yeah, if Notre they, Dame if they good. lose one game against a ranked opponent and win out, or just win out regularly, they're going to go to the final four. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't see it with Notre Dame, though. They're going to lose a couple yeah. games like they always do. Brian Kelly's going to lose a couple games. They're going to lose anywhere between two to four games, they're not, and they're gonna, their season's going to be done. And they're going to wind up in the Hawaii Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, they looked good. Brandon Woodbush finally looks like he can throw the ball. We all yeah, know I that know. he that's, was a good that's runner. That's the main ingredient for Notre Dame, like what you were saying before. They needed a quarterback because their offense yeah. wasn't that good. The running back game has always been good with uh, Notre Dame. Their offensive line was like the line, like, Arsenal of the year or something. And they look year. good again this year. Yeah, losing Quentin just Nelson. Big Tommy Kramer, my boy from Elder. He's an Irishman. But, um, yeah, like if they get a good quarterback, they don't have to be so run-heavy and be so non-reliant on the pass game. They can do play action and everything. Yeah, that was his problem last year. That was Brandon Winbush. He was a really good runner. Nobody doubted that, but his ability to pass was questioned. Obviously, it's one game. It's early in the season, but he looked like he's finally taking those next strides as a passer. And it'll, how about Michigan? I mean, Jim Harbaugh is getting paid. Jim, Har- Jim Harbaugh is not as good as people. Nine think. and nine in his past eighteen games, one and five, I believe, against Ohio State, and Michigan State. They're like, paying him to win championships. Go like to beat eight, Ohio State. You got to beat Michigan State. He's like eight and eight against the ranked teams. Like, yeah. In the past few years, he's not very good. And his last nineteen games, he's eight and eight. Yeah. Or eighteen games. Excuse me. Sixteen. And, huh? Sixteen. What did I say? You said nineteen. Then eighteen. Nine. No, nine and nine. Seventeen. Sixteen. Nine 15. and nine. I'm just counting. <laughs> but anyway, he's nine and nine. <laughs> <a> strong suit. <laughs> nine and nine. One and six against Ohio State and Michigan State. No Big Ten champions. Not even appearance in the Big Ten championship. Finishing third in his own division. And he's the second. Not not overall in the Big Ten. Finishing third in his own division mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. The second highest paid coach in the league behind Saban. Yeah, you're getting paid to beat Ohio State, to beat Michigan State, to go to national championships, to win. <laughs> he's not even close right now. Yeah. Already with the loss to start the season. Hey, Rome, Obviously, Rome wasn't built in a day. It wasn't built in three years. You know, he's got time. You're not wrong. No, no, that's no. That's not true. And, uh, Nick Saban came in, three years at Alabama, well, won a championship. T- yeah, when you're talking Urban about Meyer, recruiting like, classes coming in for Harbaugh, his should, this should be his year, and he's already proving it's not. Urban Meyer came in three years at Ohio State. He won a national championship. This is his, this is uh, Harbaugh's third year, first game he lost. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I – don't, See them going much of anywhere. I can't. And say. they have a brutal schedule at that. They have a brutal they, schedule. They do, and you know they're at a disadvantage playing in the Big Ten. But then you look at teams who are good in the Big Ten, and they use that to their advantage. The Ohio States and the, the Michigan Wisconsin's. States. The Wisconsin's. Yeah, who could forget about them? Good old cheeseheads. Even though they're not. Even Iowa, they had that run. What was it last year? Two years ago, about, they went yeah. like nine and zero, and they were yeah. like fourth, and they just <laughs> dropped off. Right. Yeah, and in the bowl game, they got absolutely dismantled by Stanford, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Christian McCaffrey, that yeah. was one of his uh, big games. You know, Clemson looks amazing. The best defensive line probably arguably ever in college football. They got four first-round picks on that defensive line. You know, Georgia looks good. The Auburn-Washington game was a really good game to watch. Both mm-hmm. teams look really even. Auburn came out with a W on that one. So look the up. flow god who caught that diving touchdown in the end zone for Auburn? Yeah, that was a, that was a great catch. He flow, like even better than yours, Leo. Like and he had uh, down past his numbers. He had, an, right? he had the yeah. orange hair. Right? Sunshine. Yikes. Yeah. Sunshine. I mean, we all, we all know the rule. You can tackle a guy by his hair. If I'm him, I'm cutting it or I'm yeah. not oh, yeah. tucking it down my yeah, shirt, my helmet, yeah. whatever, man. So, yeah, college football is back, guys. There wasn't really too much of an upset. I think LSU dismantling the they U. Well, that was a big time. Ohio State transfer Joe Burrow took over. 
you know, just a big thing. Everybody talks about the SEC is so big and bad. Big 10 uh, quarterback transfers and lights it up like it's nothing against a top 20 team. So Big Ten needs its props, you know, in terms of uh, college football. Let's talk about uh, baseball playoffs, MLB. Ooh, baseball playoffs coming up. The Dodgers might not even make the playoffs after getting Machado in that trade deal. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, he's, he's a that? rental. What, the Dodgers? The, the Dodgers, whether they make the playoffs or not. They beat the they Cubs make, last year in the, the big, But they get the big acquisition. Because they're a big market like, team. Exactly, but then they don't improve. Mm-hmm. We, we see this they're with the Dodgers stagnant. all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's really really it's sad. It is sad. Um, I always liked the Dodgers all the way back to the the Manny Ramirez days, <laughs> back in Manny. Manny Wood. Yeah. Um, but you, you know it's gotten tough. You know Puig had his thing, but ever since then he's, it's been the he's coastline. He's plateaued. He, he's he's one of the best athletes in baseball. Mm-hmm. Not one of the best baseball players in baseball. He's so. fun to watch. He licks his bat and stuff, which is weird to me. He does all this little goofy stuff. Yeah, he licks his bat. He's always chirping at people he's always really emotional you he know just likes being that guy that is is seen on the field is the one making plays and stuff and right. when, when it doesn't work out everyone's just like oh there goes our mojo you know and Manny Machado may be a rental too because his contract is up after this year they're gonna have to give him some big money if they want to keep him mm-hmm. and now we hear so, the Phillies are saying you know we're just gonna go out and sign Bryce Harper and Manny Machado they've been saying that for the last two years and they're still saying it I'm a little afraid they are that's probably going to be a billion dollars really two contracts right there goes next year. yeah I mean he's not getting the money he wants well we'll see about Bryce Harper he's having a really bad year I he mean, won't get stand money he's had one bad year in the last seven years he's made six all-star no. games one MVP one rookie of the year rookie based the year on his resume high. he deserves oh my god what really? have Ryan what have you done for me lately that is what's for. What have you done for me lately? No, look at look at was it last year's MVP year? No, no, it was like last year. It was like four. It was like three, four years, three ago. years ago. So yeah. this year's been bad year. He's still an last year, every year besides this year, okay, and even that he care. in the popular voting got of this year. All stars and none of them make four hundred million. Only one of them makes three hundred. Yeah, we're not saying he's not going to get his money, but four hundred, five hundred million. He's not getting two fifty. He might get. He'll probably definitely get. 200 210 but he's not getting 250 yeah because i mean even some, last season some idiot like franchise will pay for it like the marlins or some some stupid squad last season like they did with stanton right well, but at least stanton was if you want to look at it as does anyone an mvp with the marlins yeah he signed yeah. the contract to one in the mvp so he, yeah. he signed the contract that was, two MVPs it was spectacular with the yeah uh-huh. I, i'm personally of the belief nobody deserves the money these guys are making but <laughs> no. with, with that said if you want to say they are, based on performance, who's worth it? Not Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's not worth $300 million. Mike Trout is low-key having his best year of his career, and nobody cares. If you're wor- if because it's all J.D. Martinez. Nobody cares. He is worth the money. Look what he is doing. Look he's, what Mookie Betts is doing. He's worth the money, but he also hasn't had the longevity. He, he's not a free agent after this Who? year, J.D. No, he just signed a big contract this offseason. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how he wound up there. So but he say signed he the was contract a free agent. Yeah. Say he was a free agent after this year, he still wouldn't get Stanton money because he did it once. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. He's been good for a few years now, but he hasn't had this he's established season. the dominance like right. Mike Trout has. Yeah. Right. Mike Trout should be the highest paid player in baseball. Because if you ever, give somebody ever, and the all highest much, paid athlete they ever. Should, they ought to make a rule when he signs his $500 million contract. Nobody in the history of baseball is allowed to make more money than Mike Trout. Ever. Like, like for the rest Even of though time. his team doesn't win a lot, that's not his fault. Obviously, he does what he can do. But like you in baseball, you got to spread it out. If you don't have pitching, you're not going to win. If you, don't, you have to have a little bit that's of That's why bump. I'm baffled by these NFL signings. Like, the highest deal ever. Aaron Rodgers, highest paid quarterback ever. Granted, he deserves to be the highest paid quarterback mm. ever because he's really good. 
but at the same time, you're killing your team budget by giving that guy all that money. Yeah, see, baseball... It's, all these guys it's are just, selfish. They got egos. Right, you got to throw the money everywhere, and then you look at sports with a salary cap, and it's it brings another interesting dynamic because it's, oh, can we re-sign this player, or, oh, do we need to get rid of him because we got these young players we'll have to pay in a year or two, mm-hmm. or we can't afford him because we're a small market team, but in a, in a salary cap place with that smaller market team, you can spend just as much that's as a why, team from New York. That's why baseball is so beautiful. Like the minor league system, you can pay a guy chump change minimum wage in the MLB is what, 45000 Like Chris Bryant, he, when he won rookie of the year, he made 45000 yeah. that year. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only after a couple of years. And like after like second and third contracts, even the NFL, other than like first round draft picks, you don't make a lot. Dak Prescott went 13-3, made like $200,000 or something Shit, like half that. Half those guys, half the money they make is just off like sponsorships and contracts exactly. and commercials and yada, yada, yada. Like Dak Prescott, he's not worth like top 20 in the no. league quarterback wise. Like throwing, you know, being a pocket passer. Right. But he still has all these commercials with like Old Spice or like Tostitos. He plays for, you know, America's he's, team. Yeah, he's the head of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, so I know it's the most popular brand. should be Zeke. Big it, fan of Zeke. Hey. Yes, but we go back to the original conversation. It's all about the, the most important player. Gotta on the have field. your quarterback, yeah. and he can win you games. Zach Prescott, yeah, he could be I'm a quarterback for a running back to just transcend the most important player on the field as a quarterback to just like be like a Walter Payton type who picks up five yards a game instead of like you know teams throwing. If Todd Gurley does that in the next two three years and does what he did last year, right? Yeah, that's like, close. We just need a yeah. new wave of running backs, like superior athletes that just run over everyone. Which I think we're starting to see, but we're starting to see the same thing with um, with quarterbacks too. You know, quarterbacks. You know, now as we talked about Baker Mayfield, yeah, what is he? Six foot even, I think, mm-hmm. undersized. Mm-hmm. Tua, when it comes draft time, six one, yeah, six two. Yeah, this past year undersized. there were four or five first round quarterbacks gone. Mm-hmm. It's like the most ever. It's like it's the quarterback age right now, and this yeah. is like, it's killing me because I hate watching the ball just like get thrown incomplete, thrown incomplete, twenty yards. Oh my god, thrown incomplete, thrown incomplete. Mm-hmm. Right, the game does it does lose a little bit of its luster of the grits of the game. Right, if it is all I'm a traditionalist at heart, so I love watching the old nitty gritty like pound the ball up the middle, you know, send some sweeps, some play right. actions. Yeah, these contracts, man, they're like they're ripping teams apart, and that's why the great teams in uh, sports that we have today, the Golden State Warriors. They take less money. Tom Brady takes less money. All these guys. I mean, we can't go one podcast without mentioning the Warriors. I'm just talking. We're not gonna talk about. I'm just saying. Look at them. Kevin Durant says, "Oh yeah, I'll take some. I'll take less money so we can win." Steph Curry before before he signed this big contract. It's it's different. I'll take less money. It's different in the NBA. It's not different. It's there's five guys on the court at a time. But the same thing. Happens. But they took the less money to play together. The there's there's five guys on the ice at a time in the NHL. They took they the take NHL or the AHL. The NHL. The AHL is minor league hockey. <laughs> Kevin Durant <laughs> could have came up and <laughs> said, Kevin Durant could have kicked Iguodala off the team and said, "Give me my money. I want a max contract." He said, "No, I'll take a few million less so Iguodala can stay on the team." Right. And look what happens. They're defending champions, back to back champions. Tom Brady takes less money every year. Look, oh, they're in their Super Bowl every year. You know, yeah. when you take less money, that's what happens about it. And at sports is an ego-driven thing now. you got to leave space for, for your team to spend to become a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, John Tavares, I think, you know, in my little four-second spiel last week, <laughs> talked about John Tavares signed with the Maple Leafs and biggest free agent signing in hockey history. But it wasn't close to the biggest contract ever because he, uh, he wants to leave room for these young guys to sign whose contracts will be up in the next few years. So we're seeing that across all sports. For the betterment of the team, you got to take less money sometimes. So real quick, just to finish up, guys, let's talk about Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack going yeah. from the Raiders who, to the Bears. Who was he traded for? Uh, nobody specifically. Two first-round draft picks and a third-round draft pick, I believe. I think he was a second in a conditional And, the, and they swapped fifth-round picks or something. Did like, him and Gruden just butt heads or something? Like, they, weren't, they weren't giving him close to the money that he... He got $90 million guaranteed. I think they were in the 40s, $50 million guaranteed. 
they were that was the problem. The contract talks weren't Still, even close. They they weren't even close to their contract like, talks. When the guys compare themselves to other athletes and say, <clears throat> "I want his kind of money." At the end of the day, $40 million guaranteed for one player is a lot of money for one single person to do one job. Mm-hmm. So basically, that was a trade. Khalil Mack to the Bears for two first-round draft picks. That's the main yeah. That's yeah. the main stay out of it. And the, Khalil Mack's value is a lot more than that. But the problem is everyone in the NFL knew that they had to trade him. Mm-hmm. So his value went down because they were like, you have to trade him. Because he because they weren't close in his contract. Right. They, they didn't were, have a choice. Everybody knew that him. they... They weren't even in the same stratosphere right. as he was wanting How and what the Raiders were doing. Nelson? Was that a trade or free agency? That was free agency. Okay. Yeah. Remember the I Packers knew after they gave him the money, they weren't going to be able to afford guys like Khalil Mack. Yeah. And, big name and now Khalil games. Mack has $90 million guaranteed. And for the Raiders, it's awful because they don't have any pass rushers at all. None. This is arguably the best defensive player. He is all pro at two different positions. Pretty much. What mm-hmm. else do you need from this he's man? Taylor. Like he's if He's one of the at least three or four best defensive players in the league, arguably the best. You pay your best player. How much? Now they have nothing on defense. Mm -hmm. They have absolutely no pass rush. They got no run blocking. I mean, uh, run stopping, excuse me. I mean, the Raiders are going to be bad. Their their defense is going to be really bad. How much does the new stadium and the move to Vegas mean that they are short on cash? And does that impact their ability to Maybe they literally didn't have the money to give them $90 million a year. might be the case. You know, and and their defense is going to be putrid now. I have... They're going to be giving up twenty plus points a game. Right. I I would be surprised if they don't if they don't have one of the five or ten worst defenses in the league. Yeah. You know? could, we could be looking at the Saints from a couple of years ago. The offense looks like it'll be. Offense looks like they can right, come you know? back. You know, Amari Cooper. A lot of people are going in on Amari Cooper. Marshawn Lynch is. People still think he's got it in him. Derek offense could be good. Healthy. Jordy Nelson. That's a nice combination. It is. Oh, Off- another thing for you guys. Um, I picked up Carson Wentz in the sixth round. Just like a little snag because he's still questionable for the first few mm-hmm. weeks. That's yeah, a good pick. So sixth round, yeah, because you already got majority of your main yeah, game breakers. Yeah, I picked breakers. up Mariota just as like a fill in while uh-huh. Wentz is out, but like Wentz in the sixth round. Who are you drafting against? Like cats, dude? Like what? <laughs> Why is Wentz a sixth round? It's a co-ed. Okay, that yeah. makes a lot more yeah, sense. There's a lot now. of girls in the league. Yeah, yeah this oh, man, I tell they're you, they're just like, oh, Tyler Eifer from the Bengals, yeah. Yeah. Andy Dalton Bengals. I got AJ Green in like the fourth round. Yeah. Well, that is really low for AJ Green. Oh, second, wow. usually second or third everyone for AJ. Get, but everyone's getting their running backs and quarterbacks early, and then started on the receivers. Right, right, there's right. plenty of them in the NFL now. Because the quarterbacks are always like the couple main ones, like the Rodgers, uh, the Brady, the Breeze, Deshaun Watson. They like, all went early. Those four, five, those are those guys jump off the board quick. Yeah. And obviously with the uh, running backs, the Todd Gurley, David Johnson, all those guys. I have another one tonight, and I think I'm like the fourth pick overall. So we'll yeah. see what happens. So yeah, Khalil Mack. I think the Bears are gonna they're gonna improve. That defense looks really nasty now. They got Roquan Smith, who was my favorite prospect coming out of Georgia. They got Leonard Floyd. Now they got Khalil Mack coming off the edges. They are, they were going to give offensive fits, and then they got Kyle Fuller, who's a really good cornerback. And that man, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, and that, that, that's oh, yeah. that's gonna be a big thing on the team is how Mitch Trubisky plays. If he plays really well, this this is a team that could have a winning record. Yeah. That's how good the defense can be, you know. But if he doesn't play well, then I see them, you know, seven, nine, eight, and eight. But Mitch Trubisky is a big, big guy, right. big factor on the team. Real quick, uh, before we go, I want to get you guys input. What would you guys think about in future podcasts? You know, getting a little bit of daily fantasy action going on. You, you know, the the grind of a fantasy season is one thing. Mm-hmm. We we want to hear it. Let's go. We let's do. have like a two minute drill. Like we, we could start like that at next the week. beginning of every podcast and just go after it. Like your predictions for every week. I'm all about it. You know, maybe we can all design a few teams, go head to head between the three of us, 
get uh, Noah into it. You know, Sydney and Morgan as well as they are. Oh, get they a are podcast gurus. fantasy gang. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Get <laughs> Lisa a team. To we need to get Lisa a team. Yeah, we do. We got to get Lisa a team. So the, She doesn't uh, already have one. I know she's pop fantasy fo- Fantasy football podcast squad. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, so that is going to do it for us, guys. We're wrapping up Good for Ryan Poley, Leo Saylor, Safon Alvey. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. Deuces.